Welcome back to Safe Talk with Safe Start. I'm Tim Page Botter. Before I introduce your guest today, I want to set the stage a bit as to the purpose of why we're doing this podcast. Normally, we take the tact on the podcast of kind of passing along information about the human factors approach. But today, we're going to try something new, something we've never done before, and we hope that we find that it'll be helpful for you. Now, depending on your response, we'll either do more of these or we're just going to shut them down altogether. And so I want to just remind you that the engine, the engine, like, yes, of car, car engine, the engine of Safe Start is stories. Not just one or two, as Larry would say, but lots and lots of stories. So with all of that in mind, we'd like to start sharing some of our favorites amongst the Safe Start team. Now, I mentioned a new tool for you as well. Are you or your supervisors required to have as many interactions as a lot of people do, like maybe per week or month? Do you kind of find yourself scrambling for relevant and even meaningful fodder to fill those required meetings? That's where we think this type of podcast will come in handy. Now imagine in your next meeting or toolbox session, playing an audio clip from one of our pros and letting your group pick apart the story, unpausing the file, pausing the file, just to discuss how the experts see it. Now, with that in mind, I'd like to welcome back to the podcast for his third appearance on Safe Talk, our best storyteller and my dear good friend, Mr. Jack Jackson. Jack. Thanks for having me back, Tim. Uh, man, I'm, I'm just pleased to be here, man. Hey, we appreciate you being here, too. Um, early in the morning, I know we're trying, at least I know in, on, the, on, this, on this West Coast out here that I'm trying to make sure that I'm awake. So I want to point out also, Jack, you haven't appeared on, or sorry, you have appeared on the guest as a guest on the show and nobody has appeared more than you. Wow. That's, <laughs> that's something special that Tim, I tell you, my mom used to tell me that um, my mouth is either going to get me in some trouble or make me some money. And I tell people it's done a little bit of both. <laughs> 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 I think I've been there for both, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're glad to have you. So for those that didn't catch Jack's last appearance on Safe Talk, we talked about how to tell a great Safe Start story and the elements that make those stories great. So I invite you to go back at some point and listen to that podcast. But if you didn't catch it, we'll let you know that those elements are going to be here in this podcast before we break Jack's story down. So here's a quick background on Jack. His real name is William, but nobody ever calls him that except for who, Jack? My lovely wife. And she used the entire thing. <laughs> Usually followed by some explicits. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> something I should have done that I didn't do or something I did do that I shouldn't have done. I hate that. <laughs> so uh, Jack actually hit our radar Um way back when as an amazing customer out of his hometown san antonio but when jack retired from work we were smart enough to actually reach out to him to have him join our team he quickly rose through the ranks to our senior consulting team and among his duties today is onboarding our newer consultants so jack i know you put a lot of emphasis in that new consultants boot camp don't you yes i do tim you know um when we talk about stories, we can learn from other people's stories vicariously. We don't necessarily have to walk in their footsteps, but if we can uh, listen to the story 
the story will help you learn and this is the engine that drives safe start process exactly i mean i invited you today in hopes that others may use your story in their training so before i turn you loose <clears throat> a quick bit of advice to our listeners once you grab a safe start story card so you can follow along so jack while they grab a card I'll remind us all of the five elements of a great safe start story. Now, don't get confused here because you probably remember it as four, but we're going to kind of add in a fifth unwritten element or maybe the fifth element, whatever you want to call it. But here you go. Number one, what were you doing? What happened? Number two, what were the states? Three, what were the errors? Four, how it could, could have been worse. And then five, the new one. Who else needs to know this story? Who are you going to share it with? So, Jack, keeping that in mind, why don't you jump into your story and we'll we'll take a look at it and we'll we'll dive in. Okay, Tim, thanks. Hey, um, first of all, I'd like to tell you, man. You know, I'm people ask me about stories. I probably use uh, twenty to twenty five different stories in the safe start process, uh, but this particular one that I want to share with you today is one that I remember well because this is the day that I found out that my wife could speak French. And it happened to him the day after Thanksgiving. Do you know what what day that is? Uh, uh, Black Friday. It's time to do some shopping, maybe? Yeah, not for me. You know, I, I keep my, I, I stay at home. Okay. okay. <laughs> I stay at home. That's, that's the, one day it's a blackout for me. I'm not going, I'm not going out if I can keep from it. This particular day happened a number of years ago. My wife, uh, she woke up, and this is the, the morning I found out she could speak French. She says, William, we need to hang up the Christmas lights. And I'm like, wow, no, baby, I want to watch. What happens on the day after Thanksgiving, Tim, besides shopping? It's football. A lot of it. And you know I love football. And so my plan is to sit around, eat leftovers, and watch football all day long. You know, that that's heaven right there for me. Yeah, that sounds like a great time, actually. That's an awesome time. But my uh, wife, she decides she's going to um, pull on my heartstrings a little bit. She hits me up again. She said, William, we really need to hang up those Christmas lights. You know the girls would love to have those Christmas lights up. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, man, wow, how can she throw that out there at me? And after she said that, I said, okay. So, Tim, I started by my garage was actually in the back of my house. And... We were decorating the front of the house. So I went around the back to the garage and started bringing the the, um, the boxes, if you will, of Christmas decorations and lining them along the retaining wall. Now, this is a basement home, but my garage was down in the basement. So I got all my my uh, boxes out and went back, to get, went back to get the ladder. And when I went back to get the ladder, I see my wife and my my daughter's coming downstairs with her coats on. And I said, I'm thinking to myself, great, we're going to knock this out. You know, I've already bought into the, the, the system, if you will. We're going to knock this out. Well, my wife and daughter get into the car. And I said, hold up. I thought we were going to hang up the Christmas lights. She said, no, we're going shopping. You're going to hang up the Christmas lights. <laughs> Tim, you can imagine how I'm feeling now. So I decided that I'm going to... Go ahead and get it. Knock it out. Well, I started hanging up the lights. Now, my, I had a ladder that was pretty rickety, but, you know, I used it anyway. 
and I'm starting to hang up the lights, and I get about half of them up. Now, I had already put those clips along the gutters to make sure that my lights are straight. I get about half of them up, and then I realize, hmm, I forgot something. One thing you should probably do when you, before you ever start to hang lights is what, Tim? Maybe an inspection? Yeah, check to see if they work. <laughs> well, I plug the lights in, Tim, and, and the lights don't work. And uh, it's not all the bulbs that are bad, but you have to go on the exploration to try to figure out which one of these bulbs is a key bulb to, to prevent them, to keep them from coming on. So I go through those lights, and as I'm going through those lights, I say, you know what, I don't have time for this. I said, I need to get it done. I'm going to go to the one place you do not want to go on Black Friday, which is uh, Walmart. That's it. <laughs> I, I got to go there, okay? But what I'm going to do is I am going to go through the garden center, okay? Surely won't nobody be thinking to go through the garden center. So I decide that I'm going to go through the garden center. Get my lights. Once I get my lights, make it back to the house, and I start hanging up lights to them. And like I say, it's going pretty fast now. I'm moving pretty good. Got a rickety ladder. And um, lo and behold, I get to the end. And then there's a slight elevation change. And the elevation change required to level up the legs of the ladder, I decided that I'm going to slide a few rocks over there, you know, the, 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 the landscaping blocks, to level up the ladder on one side of the ladder. Well, I grab a few of those blocks, Tim, and uh, I get the ladder leveled. And while I'm on the um, actual blocks, I get a little shimmy. Something tells me, you know, that, Jack, you should probably get down and readjust this ladder. But I only have two more lights to hang up, Tim. I reached out for that second to the last light, and down I go. I took mm -hmm. a ride with that ladder, and I leaned over past the belt buckle, obviously. And I took a ride with that ladder. Fortunately, Tim, I had left my car parked in the driveway, and I landed on the hood of my car. Put a huge dent in my hood. I had um, probably about seven, dollars $800 worth of damage done to my hood of my car. But I was not hurt. Okay. I was not hurt at all other than my pride. Of course, you know, I popped up all of a sudden. And I ran to Tim, you know, the next day I, I saw my neighbor. And he said, you okay, Jack? I said, man, I'm good. What's up? He said, well, I saw you fall yesterday, but when I got up out of my chair, you were already up, so I figured you were okay. <laughs> <laughs> but it could have been worse, Tim. If I landed on that concrete, I probably would have been hurt. Probably would have been hurt. The, the, the car actually shortened my fall. So um, it's been a lot worse. Wow. And if you yeah. talk about who needs to hear this story, the person that is um, thinking about hanging up Christmas lights needs to hear this story. Uh, my motto is now, uh, now that my kids are grown, I don't hang up Christmas lights. I just hang mirrors outside the walls of my house and reflect mm -hmm. off the neighbor's lights. <laughs> <laughs> so Isn't that's that my story. Easy way. Oh, gosh. oh, Jack. Okay. Oh. <clears throat> so, okay. Just before we get into the states of the airs, you mentioned your wife learned to speak French. Yes. We, what did we. she say that gave you that? We, we, we. Need to put <laughs> we, we need to hang up a Christmas light. She said it more than once, too. <laughs> yeah, and she we. sure did. <laughs> <laughs>
All right, so let's do this. Um, okay, states of mind. Let's do that first. And um, I think from my perspective, it's it's got to be frustrating to have to think that you were going to be able to relax, eat some leftovers, get into that comfortable Black Friday, I'm not going shopping mentality, and then maybe a little bit of frustration settled in. A little bit. I mean, Tim, can you imagine having your plans just totally destroyed like that? Uh, no, but yes. Speaking. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> no, I can see it. Yeah. Um, and you got all the stuff together, and then uh, maybe a little bit of complacency. Now, I got to ask: when you went to Walmart and you went through that garden center on a Black Friday, don't you think half of Jefferson City was doing the same thing? Yeah, no, not half of them. All of them were in there. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it took me. It took me. It took me a while to get through that line, Jim. I, I forgot to mention that as I was going through that line. I'm thinking, man, this is a terrible idea. And then I, I was tempted to get out of the line and say, you know, I'll do it another day. And then I looked at the people that were behind me, and I, I'm already halfway through the line. So I decided I'll go ahead and complete complete the task. Okay. And I don't know if you were rushing. I'm probably trying to get it done. I couldn't see that yes. in the story. And then there's yes, a little I, bit of rushing. I was definitely trying to get it done, Tim, so I could get in. You know, the football starts in, man. And this for me, that's heavy. You know, I don't care who's playing. Yep. Okay. So the critical errors you've got, uh, obviously, balance, traction, and grip. But I'd have to say a little bit of mind not on task. And you were looking at that last light you were reaching for. So maybe a bit of eyes not on task to where you were going. Exactly. Um, I, actually, Tim, um, I was thinking that what I was thinking was, man, I'm almost done. And in my mind, I was already in the house um, watching the game. Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah, I, I think I might mind would have been there as well. Mm-hmm. All right, so got states and errors. I think we should cover the critical error reduction techniques, even though that's not one of the four elements. But let's go ahead and do that now. Okay. So Jack, what do you think? Um, self-trigger on the state and perhaps work on habits. Were you uneven all the way across the front of the house or just that one place? No, just at the end of it is where it became uneven. And uh, I could have self-triggered on the fact that I was rushing, the fact that I was frustrated, but I could have also self-triggered on the amount of hazardous energy. Anytime okay. um, we're talking gravity, you have a, an issue uh, of losing your balance, traction, and grip when you're on a ladder. So it could have been a lot worse for me. But um, the, the self-triggering was definitely there. Working on the habits. You know, ironically, Tim, now I have a ladder on those ladders that the legs that automatically adjust. I don't use it very much, but I have one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I'm doing my best to avoid the uh, get on the ladder on Black Friday day attitude. That's what I'm trying to do. <laughs> That's yeah. a new habit for me. I, I listen to Jack's story. I'm going to analyze Jack's close call, look at his risk pattern, and I'm going to say, I'm not getting on a ladder on Black Friday. Exactly. But or any I'm other. not sure I'm going to be able to. Yeah, I'm not even sure I'm going to be able to avoid that. So, all right, Jack. Thank you so much for joining us today. And we're going to try this out. And uh, since you're our storytelling coach, we'll have you uh, get our consultants up to speed to make sure that they're telling that story. And that's their story in the same fashion. And we'll be sharing that out loud on this podcast. So this is a trial balloon for Safe Talk. And if you like this format and it helps you fill in some of those required meetings, <clears throat> we'll produce more. Uh, but we need to hear from you first before we drop more. So I'd like for you to reach out to our producer, Mr. Kevin Cobb. You can reach Kevin at Kevin at SafeStart.com. That's, again, K-E-V is in Victor, I-N at SafeStart.com. And also, 
Remember to share this podcast. Remember, we told you that fifth unwritten element is to who else am I going to tell? So we want you to share this podcast. And I want to remind you that our Human Factors Conference is coming up in sunny Orlando this February. Uh, early bird rate is expiring at the end of this uh, at the end of August. So don't forget. And if you need more information on the Human Factors Conference, make sure you reach out to your account executive or you can visit Human Factors. That's factors with an S conference.com. Once again, that's humanfactorsconference.com. Jack, so I just want to say thank you for being here. And on behalf of the rest of the Safe Talk with Safe Start team, thank you for listening. I'm Tim Page Botter. Until next time, we'll see you down the road.